every single one of us live within a box, a box that someone has placed around you. It's a perception of who you are and what you're capable of becoming. You even have a box for yourself. There's likely a limit for what you think you can handle, for what you think you can become. I'm challenging you to crush that box. You've had thoughts, plans, you've prayed, you've dreamed, you've taken leaps of faith. You've shared these things with your loved ones only for them to discourage you, mock you. They've told you that there's no way you're capable of making those things happen. Don't take it personal. Their intentions are likely coming from somewhere positive. They want to protect you, your family. But the thing is, is they're not you. This thing called the hometown effect is what I like to say at least. It's this idea that those from your hometown, those that are closest to you, have watched you grow up, they've watched you learn, they've even taught you. And it's hard for them to see you outside of the box that they placed you in. That's their perception of you. Yet oftentimes it's actually a reflection of themselves. Society tells us what we have to do. Go to school, graduate, get a job, work hard. Break the mold. Crush the box. Get uncomfortable. The thing about getting uncomfortable is it's part of change. And progress happens after change. God's not going to give you more than you can handle, but he will make you uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable is absolutely positively nerve-wracking, and it's a burden. But I'm a firm believer that you have to handle your burdens before the release of your blessings. Because success is stressful. And if you can't handle the stress of the burden, how will you handle the stress of success? How are you going to accept your blessings? All those excuses are outside noise. They're burdens. There's walls that you have to climb, that you have to get over. You are everything that you should be with room to grow. Get that noise out of your mind. Don't let someone else's insecurities or fears keep you within that box. When someone tells you that you've changed, it simply means that you're no longer living your life their way within that box. And that's okay. I'm challenging you to get uncomfortable. See the progress that happens after that change. Peace, love, happiness. Are you sacrificing your own happiness, your family's well-being, the betterment of your life? to keep everyone else happy or the image of happiness you have to set boundaries here are a few reasons we don't set boundaries we're fearing of losing someone's respect love and even their relationship we don't want to anger them we don't want to be lonely that overwhelming feeling of guilt that tears you up inside Maybe you're paying them back for what they've given. That sounds like manipulation. Maybe you need their approval. I think that's something that we need to work on. Realize your self-worth. The worth of your self does not depend on their acceptance of you. So start by setting up boundaries. Take one moment at a time. 
Consider what is best for your relationship with God, for you, your family, your life. Is it Bible study in the morning? Waking up a little early for quiet time? Or maybe just staying up a little bit later? Is it scheduling mandatory family time? What about brainstorming with your phone on airplane mode? So that way people are constantly jumping inside of your head. That outside noise. Here's a few ways that you can actually say no without being a complete jerk. Or like that cat that doesn't want you to pet it. You know, I'm going to have to pass. Or, while I would love to, I just don't think I have the time or the energy right now. Or, I've made a commitment to my family to not take on any more projects. I truly appreciate it, though. I simply cannot say yes. You know, it isn't my favorite. I'm really not comfortable with that. You know, maybe if you ask another time. You know, let me take some time to pray and ask God's direction on this. Actually, it doesn't work for me. Here's the thing. Boundaries are your responsibility. You have to decide what is or isn't happening in your life. So take that control back. It's yours. Learn how to set the boundaries. Set them. Give it a try. Peace, love, happiness. Hey, 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 guys. Let's talk about stay humble, be humble, get humble. Here's the thing. I'm going to call this getting humble because getting there, that's a little more realistic. Chances are you're probably not humble. And I get it. I just, I just said you're pretty rude, and that's not what I'm getting at at all, actually. What I'm trying to say is that we're all a work in progress. And sometimes it takes a little bit more work to see the progress. So generally speaking, I think most of us are pretty humble to some degree. But I also think that we're entitled. And it would be easy for me to just jump on the topic of entitled millennials. But did you know that the millennial generation was actually born between 1981 and 1997? Mm-hmm. That's right. So you're likely a millennial, millennial la la la, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, considering those that actually listen in, that follow me, and that are my friends that identify with me most, are within that age group. So let's talk about staying humble. That implies that we're already there, that we've already reached optimal humble status. And I don't think that's the case. And maybe, maybe it's that inner athlete in me, that deep down in my soul that cannot accept that we have reached our optimal status just yet. Or maybe it's just that I strive to live, learn, and do better on a regular. That seems to be like my reoccurring pattern in my life. Either way, staying humble didn't quite make sense for this podcast. It's more, I don't know, I like to think of life as, again, that work in progress, which means being humble doesn't quite work here either. So like most things, there's layers of being humble in my personal opinion. The definition of humble according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary is not proud and not arrogant. 
Here's the thing, though. I don't think that you have to get rid of your pride. I do, on the other hand, think that we shouldn't be too arrogant. So there's this weird balance that we have to kind of play. But at the same time, we have to continue to be humble with who we are and where we've come from. And I think that takes practice, and I think it takes time. So stay tuned and listen in for the next segment where I actually get into the getting humble. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace, love, and happiness. Ciao.